Hey, this is Hannah, and you're tuned into The Morning Show, only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Hello, and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Thursday, March 16th. Coming up on today's Tantramar Report. I was very interested, and so I have created uh, the new Shep, and uh, bigger and better. It's all finished, and it uh, sets in my shop. That's painter and sculptor Robin Hansen. The Shep he's talking about is Shep the Sandpiper, the iconic statue that sat for about 20 years in Dorchester Village Square. We hear more from Hansen and the residents who are mobilizing to see the return of Shep coming up shortly, right after today's briefs. This afternoon from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., the New Brunswick Environmental Network is hosting a workshop and panel discussion on native plants. The workshop is called Improving Availability of Native Plants in Southeast New Brunswick and promises to inform participants about native plants and discuss the current challenges of their availability in the province. The two-part webinar features four speakers and a panel discussion. Participants can register and get more information at nben.ca. Also today, a community housing meeting called by Memram Kuktanchamar MLA Megan Mitten will take place at the Sackville Commons from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. The meeting will feature a Q&A with a representative from the Residential Tenancies Tribunal, followed by a discussion. And finally, in events news, tonight's Sackville Film Society selection might be especially popular after having taken home an Oscar this past weekend. Women Talking by Canadian director Sarah Pauly won Best Adapted Screenplay. The film screens tonight at 7.30 p.m. at the Vogue Cinema. Now for today's feature story. Every year, tens of thousands of tiny sandpipers arrive in the Bay of Fundy mudflats at Johnson's Mills after having left their breeding grounds in the Arctic. When they arrive, they are about the size of a strawberry, and they feast in the Fundy mudflats until they've doubled their weight and can make the rest of their journey down to South America. But there's one sandpiper that doesn't make the trip, or at least there was. For about 20 years, a wooden statue of Shep the Sandpiper, the world's biggest, they say, stood in Dorchester Village Square, an homage to the natural wonder the birds create and an attraction to passers-by. But in recent years, Shep has been missing, having fallen victim to wood rot and been taken down for repair. A group of residents from the village are determined to bring Shep back to Dorchester this year, and they presented to Tanchamar Council on Tuesday to make their case. Kara Becker is a former village councillor and told, council, and told Tanchamar councillors that the missing Shep has caused some disappointment for tourists. As the undisputed world's largest sandpiper, Shep has always received a lot of attention due to the important work and investments made in the area by the National Conservancy of Canada. Max has told me she has appeared in many papers, even the National Post, on postage stamps, and even had a visit from an international representative from Suriname in South America, where the sandpipers migrate to in the winter. Currently, she still appears on the Tourism New Brunswick website and trip.com. In May 2022, she appeared when she was gone in an article, 10 Roadside Attractions for a Road Trip in New Brunswick. Unfortunately, this has turned to disappointment when visitors go to see her. For example, a TripAdvisor review in 2022 states, one out of five, Shep the Sandpiper is missing. 
Quote, we got there on May 19th, 2022, and Shep was not there, only the stand and rocks. While the village of Dorchester managed to get a new platform built in 2021, it remains empty to this day. Original sculptor Monty McMillan says he faced a few challenges with the project, and then in October 2021, 80-year-old McMillan had all of his tools stolen from his Majorville workshop. By May of the next year, village councillors were told McMillan couldn't complete the work. New options would have to be explored that would take the project into 2023 and into a newly amalgamated municipality. One of those options appears to have been Robin Hansen, a painter and sculptor from outside Oromocto. Hansen made a local social media splash recently when he posted pictures of a completed Shep in fiberglass and epoxy finish designed to survive a few decades in the village square. That post has since been taken down, but CHMA called up Hansen to find out about his experience building a new Shep after being approached by former Dorchester Mayor Debbie Wiggins-Colwell. And so she did. She came out and she brought the legs out and uh, the beak. And uh, so, uh, um, yeah, I was very interested. And so I have created uh, the new Shep and uh, bigger and better. It's all finished and uh, sets in my shop. Yeah, you, know, you say bigger and better. What? what how big is Shep? Shep is uh, eight feet long, eight feet high, and uh, and uh, you have to put the in betweens in your own mind. If the bird is eight feet, <laughs> it, it's it's a big uh, it's a big sculpture. It's probably twenty percent bigger than uh, and what they had before. Um, and uh, there's quite a task really in just research to choose. Uh, which, what Shep should look like. And so uh, I've chosen the um, uh, the female uh, attire, more or less, uh, uh, that would be uh, in the mating season. That's when she looks really, really good. And, and when she's been really well fed uh, around Dorchester on the mud strip. So uh, trying to get it uh, fairly accurate. And, and it is. It really does look good. It's just amazing. So this is a well-fed sandpiper, basically one that's maybe about to leave Dorchester uh, to continue its journey, not one that's just arrived. Well, uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> because just in the research, I just couldn't believe how many lo- different shapes there are in uh, sandpipers, and uh, it depends on whether they're immature or old or whether they've been well-fed or which uh, direction that they're coming from in their migration. So I think that we've captured the uh, the proper uh, Shep, named after Shepherdy Bay, of course. And so now this this is essentially this is a commission from the village of Dorchester, is it? No, 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 not not at all. No, it's uh, I think concerned citizens uh, led uh, by Debbie. And uh, they are going to, as far as I know, put together a, a fundraising effort to uh, to pay for Shep. And uh, uh, I think that they would be pleased if uh, the the new towns and so on would jump on board with the fundraising. But that's that's in uh, their their committee, and uh, so they're all excited about uh, having Shep be in the center square of uh, Dorchester uh, before the tourist season goes. Uh, 
and so uh, Shep is, is ready to be shipped at any time. But they they have to do their their fundraising and so on. So I wish them luck on that. I think they they're all they're all excited about getting into that and and uh, and uh, and raising the money and uh, and I'll help out in any way that I can. Um, Robin, where are you based? Uh, just outside of Ormocto, New Brunswick, in a little small rural community, and I have. Uh, uh, a substantial art gallery here, and uh, I also have a substantial sculpture garden. I have probably, uh, I think, about 80 sculptures and uh, probably three or 400 paintings. And so uh, uh, this is my little, well, it's a nice domain, and it's, uh, it's also a tourist attraction here, too. And now, have you ever visited uh, Johnson's Mills to see the sandpipers uh, flock in in August? Listen, I am so excited about that. It's unreal. I have uh, not. But then again, I have because uh, they are featured uh, on uh, YouTube. And if you go on YouTube, you can you can see the migration and everything. And it is very, very impressive. And so I've tried to do the research to got some kind of a bonding to chef and uh, I I just can't wait to uh, see the migration come and I'm going to be lined up I think around the middle of August to go and uh, just to see this in real life so uh, that's uh, yeah it's very exciting very very fortunate to have uh, such a, a migration go right through New Brunswick and uh, and around the Dorchester area and um, um just a little for further research that I that I did. Uh, I, I'm a bit of a, a burger, but not like some. But it's a thirty billion dollar industry in uh, North America, and uh, that is absolutely incredible. And uh, I think that uh, the towns and and villages uh, in your area should recognize that golden opportunity because people will fly. Uh, from you know even England and uh, and other places uh, far away to come and see uh, your migration, I really think that you have uh, a major tourism product there. And uh, kudos to uh, um, the citizens there that uh, want to take and promote that and and uh, make it an icon. I think it's a great idea. All right, Robin. Well, thanks very much. So, so Shep is ready to go, and it's just a matter of uh, of yeah, putting the pieces in place and fundraising here. And uh, so, as far as you're concerned, she could be arriving in Dorchester this summer. Is that right? She could be in Dorchester this afternoon. <laughs> okay. Anything else people should know? Well, I think that many communities have uh, their tourism icon. Uh, Shediac, uh, the lobster, uh, Nackwick, uh, the big axe, um, Harvey, I think it's the, 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 the fiddle, and up on the Miramichi, uh, the salmon. I think that uh, Shep is, uh, is, is just destined to be uh, an icon for, you know, the, the Dorchester and uh, Tantramar. I think that uh, uh, it, it, she deserves to be there, and the community uh, really will find that uh, it will 
be a great tourism product and, and a great experience just to come and witness nature and, and see your area. There's still so much to see in your area that's very, very interesting, you know, on the Bay of Fundy. That's sculptor Robin Hansen, who has created a new version of Shep the Sandpiper, which he and a group of local residents are hoping will soon be installed in the Dorchester Village Square, right beside a viewing platform built for the sculpture in 2021. Hansen says the cost of his version of Shep is just under $10,000, and that's what brought Kara Becker, along with fellow committee members Mike Gillespie and Max McNichol, to council on Tuesday. With the steps in place but no Shep, there is certainly a curious void at the village centre. We understand that during the transition, the budget allocated by the previous council to bring back Shep may have been cut. This means a further delay in completing this project that has already been invested in by taxpayers. We are proposing that we collaborate with the town of Tantramar and conduct a fundraising campaign to secure the funds to make up for any budgetary shortfall needed to allow Hansen's Art Gallery Sculpture Garden to finalize the project in time for this year's Sandpiper Festival. Though Dorchester originally budgeted some $2,000 towards the Shep replacement, there is no money specifically for Shep allotted in the Tanchmar budget this year. Tanchmar and former Dorchester CAO Jennifer Bourne says that although a budget request for $60,000 was submitted by Dorchester Village to the provincial civil servants who created this year's budget, the item didn't make it in. But Bourne has also talked about the flexibility inherent in this year's Tanchamar budget, thanks to a lack of detail coming from the province. So it will likely be up to Council to determine whether or not Shep the Sandpiper makes his return migration to Dorchester this year. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Thursday, March 16th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the local journalism initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. CHMA 106.9 FM on the unceded territory of the Mi'kmaq people. And now the weather. Today, cloudy with 60% chance of flurries or rain showers earlier this morning and early this afternoon. Periods of snow beginning this afternoon. Risk of freezing drizzle earlier this morning. Snowfall amount 2 centimeters. Wind northeast 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50. High plus 2. Wind chill minus 7 this morning. UV index 1 or low. Tonight, periods of snow. Blowing snow over exposed areas. Amount 2 centimeters. Wind north 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50. Low minus 2. Wind chill minus 9 overnight. Tomorrow, flurries. Amount 2 centimeters. Wind northwest 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40. High plus 1. Wind chill minus 8 in the morning. UV index 1 or low. Tomorrow night, cloudy. Low minus 3. Friday, sunny. High of 6. Friday evening, periods of snow, low minus 1. Station 8 in Dorchester is excited to hold their Newfie Kitchen Party on Saturday, April 15th at the Dorchester Veterans Centre. Dance to music by the Boonies Buddies, 
get screeched in to become an honorary Newfoundlander, have some traditional Newfie pea soup, get your picture taken in Newfie garb, and so much more. All proceeds will support the Station 8 Community Fridge and Food Security Initiative. There are a limited number of tickets, so be sure to get yours today. To order your tickets, call 506-334-8746 or email programs at station8nb.ca. That's programs at station, the number 8, nb.ca. Make Something Sundays is a series of family workshops taking place throughout the winter and spring at the Owens Gallery in Sackville. This monthly program introduces new materials and techniques through informal hands-on workshops for kids 12 and under and their adults. The next session will take place on March 19th featuring a button press studio. Kids can transform their miniature artworks into buttons that they can wear home or a one-of-a-kind magnet for their fridge. Drop-in times are between 2 and 4 p.m. at the gallery, located at 61 York Street. No booking is required, and this program is offered free of charge. For more information and a schedule of upcoming workshops, visit the Owens Gallery website at owensartgallery.com slash engage or call 506-364-2574. Hey, what's up? It's me, Tape Wilson, and you are tuned in to the afternoon show on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Giving what you want 
in this relationship And we fit together like a gym rack I never wanna have to give you shit back I'm the cook the food, bring the wrist back She gon' bring the dungeon in a six pack Call up my woe with the lip green Tell them that I found what I'm missing So if I ain't around, that's what I be Chillin' with my boobies in the morning Six, five, seven to the four I just wanna get more I just wanna get more I just wanna get more I just wanna give you more I just wanna give more I just wanna give more I just wanna give you more I just wanna give more I just wanna give you more
to CHMA 106.9 FM on the unceded territory of the Mi'kmaq people, the voice of the marshes. The Sackville Volunteer Firefighters Association is proud to announce the resumption of their 112th annual Firemen's Carnival. The event will be held on Saturday, April 1st at the Tantramar Veterans Memorial Civic Center with doors opening at 6 p.m. This year's theme is April Fools, so come costumed for a chance to win. Tickets can be purchased in advance from any firefighters or at the door of the event. For more information, visit the Facebook page of the Sackville Volunteer Firefighters Association. Don't you 